you go. We've promoted everything. We've done it all. We had Keith Smith on the show yesterday. We love Keith Smith. Been a while since we talked to him. NBA's been a little quiet, except for Damian Lillard, all but confirming to Anscape, ESPN's uh, other property website, whatever you want to call it, uh, that, yes, he has requested a trade to the Heat. It's, it's that simple. So anybody telling you otherwise, well, they're full of crap because he said it himself. He wants to go to the Miami Heat. But then there's also the FIBA World Cup that starts tomorrow for the U.S. at least. And Anthony Edwards has been getting praise from nobody better than Steve Kerr. So we asked Keith Smith, can Anthony Edwards be an MVP one day in the NBA? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, you know, if not, definitely you know an All NBA guy and then go. I think we're seeing very quickly. I think last year it kind of happened uh, because Carl Anthony Towns missed so much time, but the Wolves became Anthony Edwards' team, and I think that'll fully cement itself this season uh, going forward. And I think we're we're just seeing, you know, this is kind of his blossoming. We've watched guys over the years use these kind of national team opportunities as a launch pad for big, big seasons. And I think that's what we're going to see here with Anthony Edwards is we're going to see him kind of launch into he's already, you know, a star, but this might be what takes him into superstar territory. Anthony Edwards, 40-1 to one to win MVP. I wouldn't obviously bet it because the Timberwolves actually have to be good. And they could be better next year. They could figure it out with Cat and Rudy Gobert. But that doesn't mean that this is going to be a one or two seed in the Western Conference to where you're going to get enough votes where people are going to look at you and say, they're there because of Anthony Edwards. Though I will say, the kid, it, he could be absolutely one of the best players in the NBA. He's definitely the best player on Team USA, which opens up tomorrow against New Zealand. And they are they're the favorites to win the FIBA World Cup at minus 135. Canada's now moved up to the second favorite at plus 600. Let me just tell you, Canada's really good. They don't even have all the good Canadians in the NBA. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, oh, my God. Like, they're really, really good. But they will have uh, New Zealand tomorrow, who they're 30-point uh, favorites against. Yeah, so with Ant-Man. 35, I'm... sorry. It's USA now minus 35 and a half. I don't think I could do that. I no, think I'd have to go the opposite I, way. Yeah, right? that's a big number. Yeah, I. Uh, but with Ant-Man, I'm with you, and especially with the price. I always joke, I'm like, this guy's Michael Jordan. Because when he's on, I mean, he's a killer. And we haven't, he's so young. When he came into the league, I didn't really know what he was going to be. I thought he could be like a 16, 17 point per game. Mm -hmm. I knew what his ceiling could be, which is 30 points per game. But I didn't know he was going to be this good this soon. And especially on that team, because going into last year, it's embarrassing to admit. I really like Minnesota. I went over on the win total because I liked the uh, Rudy Gobert pickup because you go back the year before in the play-in game. Remember Carl Anthony Towns fouled out of that game in like the third quarter. He had yep. four fouls in the yep. first half. And that's because they were trying to play him as an undersized five. And he just kept getting himself in foul trouble. So I was thinking, okay, Cat goes back to his natural four yeah. position as a stretch four. A really good shooter. Gobert's there to protect the rim and clean up on the glass. But that was just a terrible fit. So I'm with you because they'd probably at least have to be a top three seed for him to get MVP love. But I don't know, man, if he could put up 30 points per game, which I think is capable, you know, six, seven rebounds, a couple assists, and they can improve, I think he'll get some love. But uh, when you're getting praise from guys like Steve Kerr, it obviously means something, right? Yeah, and and look, this is a situation where you get there and you say, all right, he starts getting those votes. We know the process. I've nerded out on the MVP award in the NBA all the time. You have to go through. There's there's steps that most people except Derrick Rose have gone through. Yeah. Where it's like Derrick Rose that year he won should have been like top three. Like the normal trajectory, the progression is like a guy's there. It's not he doesn't win it that young. You win it when you're, you've gone through a few years of finishing seventh and sixth and fourth and then it's like then you're in the conversation with like the top three in the middle of the season then you finally win it yeah and that was a weird year too and I always yeah. I always feel like you know like Derrick Rose a lot of people 
I was obviously a big Bulls fan, still am, but I loved Derrick Rose, so I thought he deserved it. But I feel like a lot of people didn't think that he deserved it. And if you look at it, it was a really weird year because, remember, uh, LeBron and Bosh went to Miami, and Dwayne Wade was the best player on that team. But So none of those guys were going to win an MVP that season. In the West, you had Dirk on a really good Mavs team, but and you had Kobe, but like nobody else was there to run away with that award. I don't think we'll ever see a season like that. And obviously at the time he was the youngest MVP, but nobody expected the Bulls to be a top three seed right. in the East. They end up getting the one seed. They mm-hmm. won 60 games. That was Tibbs' first, uh, yeah, first year there. And they were damn good, and he was the reason why. But then the problem was, even though he was the MVP of the league, we got to the playoffs, they put LeBron on him, and it was game over because then you're relying on Carlos Boozer and <laughs> Keith Bogans and Wu El Deng to knock down shots in the playoffs, and that's not how you win championships, kids. Yeah, the, the I mean, if you look right now, this this – this is a younger team USA, right? Like, we know that. Paolo Bancaro's on the roster. Jalen Brunson, who had a perfect 11-for-11 game in one of their early tune-up games. Anthony Edwards is the unquestioned leader of this team. But you do have some veterans on there, too. Josh Hart, going to bring a lot of leadership there. Bobby Portis, of all guys. Like, Bobby Portis is on this roster, which kind of surprised me. Solid player, but what they've tried to do is balance these rosters out. And this is for the Olympics, too. Because, you again, not a lot of stars. It's all the younger guys. But... It's not just let's put a bunch of stars out there. Walker Kessler, you got a rim protector out there. Bobby Portis, get you some rebounds, knock down some outside shots, stretch the floor. We know what Austin Reeves can bring to the table. We saw with the Lakers. Jaron Jackson, that's a, a, a defender, a three-point shooter at times there. You get that, that stretchability from a big. Like Then you have Tyrese Halliburton, playmaker. So they've got a lot of different players that do a lot of different things on this team. It's just... They are younger. You don't see somebody out there that you'd you know, that like. There's no well, obviously it wouldn't be Giannis because he plays for Greece and he's not actually playing out there. Yeah. But you know what I mean. It's not the top. It's not the top names that you would see in the NBA. It's not the biggest stars. It's the up and coming stars that are out there. Would you bet anybody else? I mean, you brought up Canada. Would you take yeah. a look maybe at them? Canada though? would be the only other team that I would. They've got a they've got a really good roster, but they don't even have the full roster. Yeah. I mean, because I want to have it because so R.J. Barrett's there and that's he actually is not. Uh, they got Dwight Powell there. Dwight Powell's on that roster. Hold on. I need to bring it up because I was reading about it today. Yeah. So you got, um, yeah, Nikhil Walker-Alexander, Kelly Olynyk's on it, R.J. Barrett, which is, is fine. Lou Dort, don't, don't, like, Lou Dort is a, one of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. They don't have Andrew Wiggins, who's supposed to be a part of this. You don't have that. They do so, have Zach Eady, though. They do have Zach Eady. So there is <laughs> Zach Eady. But they have... A good roster that, if you look at it compared to the young roster that the U.S. has, it's not as talented. But if they play well together, they can give them a run for their money. And laugh all you want at Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is going to go out there, he's going to defend, and he's going to be a pain in the ass. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And they've got a lot of NBA experience out there. This has been the conversation about Canada's team for a while. Yeah. Is that they're starting to have more and more NBA players that are some of the best in the league. And then that's what ends up translating over into wins. Now, they're 6-1 to to win the tournament. I mean, the U.S., there's no real value. They're minus 135. Okay. I would take a shot at Canada if you look at that price, and I would at least, at least consider them a team that could frustrate Team USA. Yeah. If you like Canada, and you're, again, you said look at the price, right? They're 6-1. to I could only make the, I mean, Shea is uh, 9-1 to to be the MVP. Yep. I don't hate that, like you said. He would, I, so he would be. So what Anthony Edwards is to Team USA is what SGA is to Canada. Man, I, I would have to bet my own country, uh, Slovenia, and especially because we got Luca. He's got sixteen Luka. to one to be the MVP. No, I was looking at like a way to attack the USA because I do think that they get it done. I don't want to lay minus one thirty-five, but we just got done talking about Anthony Edwards. He's three to one to be the MVP. 
Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I wouldn't hate taking a shot here. If I'm doing it, though, mm, I might have to go Slovenia 18 to 1. <laughs> hey. It's a better price than Luca 16 to 1 to be the MVP. Luca's got to carry them at that point. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen. I like the USA, to be honest, even with this team. And I think, like you said, having a guy like Bobby Portis, even though some people might laugh at that, I think it's huge. Having that veteran leadership. Also, he's a hell of a player. That's the thing. It's not, it's not laughing. It's just player. like you don't really think of him be on these types of rosters, right? Right. Like, you wouldn't have ever thought in, like, a World Cup FIBA-type game that Ricky Rubio would be busting guys' ass for 40 points. But if you go back and watch those games last year, that's what he was doing. Dude. I was like, okay, uh, uh, tell me yes. 12 assists, maybe, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's to, it's a it's a different game too. And the one concern was that will these some of these young guys adjust? Bet MG on the night.